nobody better than Madonna. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh, what a perfect song for this 11th podcast after the broadcast today. We are talking about the personal care products industry, uh, in particular about uh, feminine and uh, feminine products. And, and sexual health. Sexual yeah. health, sexual toys, all those things. I've got a great panel of women here. Oh my goodness. So uh, let me let me just introduce myself, Bernadette, uh, if you've never listened to the show uh, before, and uh, my all my dear friends, and a new friend, Jamie Lee Frazier, so I'll identify everyone, Marie Early, who is on our team here at One Life Radio, Aviana Berrientos, uh, uh, my co-producer, and of course, uh, Diamond, our producer, and then Stephanie Toops. Uh, she is a consumer advocate and a regular on the show. She's a consumer advocate professional, I might say, particularly focused on safety and food and personal care products. She became fascinated with the industry when she was diagnosed with a thyroid autoimmune disorder while pregnant with her second child, and she has always been fascinated with education and holds both an undergraduate and a master's degree in accounting and finance from Texas A&M University. She is a certified public accountant and has owned and operated numerous businesses in the Dallas area. I love this girl. She's got a great sense of humor. She is so much fun to work with, I can't even tell you. And, of course, my new friend that I met just today is amazing. She was on the air with us earlier, uh, Jamie Lee Frazier. She is an award-winning business growth expert recognized for developing professional companies uh, into market-leading brands and highly performing teams. Jamie Lee is also a mom of two. She studies psychological uh, sciences and has been featured in the Huffington Post, the Daily Telegraph, and more. Uh, her website is jamieleefraser.com. Such a great pleasure to work with all of you girls today. Or ladies. I always say girls. I like feeling young. I'll take it either way. <laughs> uh-huh. I like it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, okay. How, what would you like to begin with this, because I know that we're talking about overall sexual health. Uh, it can encompass a lot of different things. Yeah, I think there's a real like large spectrum, but let's just start with sexual health in general and the products that we use. Talking about the personal care industry, you know, this is kind of uh, my mantra is, you know, we there's there hasn't been a law passed in the personal care market since 1938. So That's insane. All of these products that we're talking about today that we all use on a daily basis fall into that personal care products industry. So when you're looking at them, none of of these basically, I mean, ultimately, it's a page and a half of regulation that's you know that is mm-hmm. regulating a sixty billion dollar industry, and um, there's no regulation when it comes to these products. Essentially, so that so it, it just seems so insane to and me. And these are the things that you're putting in your most intimate places, and yeah, I like think, inside your body. Yes, you know, in a lot yes. of cases, uh, you know, uh, and having a healthy lifestyle includes taking care of the whole body, even yes. parts that you may not usually consider. Right, right. I think I think there's a pretty big push and revolution for people to think about healthier foods and what they're putting in their bodies. But what a lot of people forget and don't remember is that your skin is your largest organ. And so when you're putting things on it or in it, um, you know, there there are things that people wouldn't wouldn't dream about putting in their mouths oh, no. that they're putting on their skin. And yeah. essentially it's, you know, your body is your body. And right. so, um, well, you know. Well, when it comes to sex, sometimes you let your guard down because you're supposed to. Right. You know, you want to have you want to have good yes. sex. And so part of that is being relaxed. But uh, being intimate with your partner in a safe and healthy way may be more challenging than you think. Uh, case in point, when we were speaking earlier about that that cream that my daughter was putting yes. on her body, yes. that was at a level eight yeah. when you checked it out. What's the website again when people want to check out? A- There's a couple of apps that I really love. Think Dirty is one of them that I think is really user-friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the Do other, they have sex products on there, you too? Know, I've never even checked. That's a okay. really interesting question. Okay. Or maybe that's a business opportunity to do and an there you go. But, um, <laughs> but Think Dirty is one of them. And then the other one is the EWG. And they have a website. And they also have an app called Healthy Living. But both of them um, have the same functionality in that you can enter a product and it will kind of give you um, a toxicity score. And it's a really great way to stand in your bathroom or stand in your home and kind of go through the gamut of the products that you have and see what, like, you need to toss out immediately what you can sort of use up and then buy something safer. Because a lot of times, you know, people are restricted to, I can't literally throw everything out that's in my house. And yeah. so when I go in to help people, I say, well, let's just rank everything you've got here. And then we can start with what's the most important and we can go from there. So I love those those two tools for, for people that are just learning about this industry. Yeah. Well, you know, when looking at the ingredients in everyday items used to protect or enhance your sex life, you, you, you really can be surprised about what you find on the side of the box, especially items such as like condoms and personal care lubricants. Um, and although there is, a, you know, a focus on natural and organic living through eating properly, as you said, the products used for feminine sexual health and hygiene uh, have have and should be just as important for clean and healthy living. So let's start with condoms. Let's yep. start with a good old condom right out Easy of the gate. Easy peasy, right? I mean, one of the most <laughs> basic things when you're talking about um, sexual health. So um, you pick up a box of condoms, you you know, you look at what's on the side, and most people don't even do that, but no. people are starting to. Um, you can find things like parabens, and parabens are right. um, linked to breast cancer, and so that's one of those things that um, really when you're looking at any product, if you any, see anything with a, with a methyl paraben, you know, anything uh-huh. with paraben is definitely something that you don't want. So, so I'm sitting here already having I know you're thoughts. already like giggling. My, I'm already giggling because I'm thinking, okay, so, oh gosh, I can't believe we're recording this, but I'm just going to pretend no one's here no one's listening but if I was just talking to my girlfriends so and you're an expert in this field so okay so I'm ha- I had sex with my with my my boyfriend or my husband right and um and maybe I don't want to get pregnant so we had a condom on but after we're done having sex a little while later I might want to have oral sex with him mm-hmm. okay is the residual that could be like some sort of toxin you know on his penis yeah <laughs> in your mouth in yeah. my mouth yeah yeah <laughs> it, it definitely could be but I think what's interesting to me is that you're differentiating already between what was in your body and what's in your mouth, and there really is no differentiation. Hmm. The skin that's in your vagina is so similar to what's in your mouth right. that I mean, so I've already been you've already been contaminated. I mean, yeah. see, I didn't even think yeah, of that. Yeah. Already poisoned. Yeah, I'm already poisoned. You're done. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So, well, damn. Yeah. What are some what are, uh, are some other major condom uh, you know pro- or problems with condoms or things that okay. you have to you have to watch for? Yep. So sometimes talc um, and talc is an interesting one. Um, <gasps> yeah. Talc is in a lot of personal care products. It's in a lot of eyeshadows and things. So the thing about talc is talc in and of itself isn't really bad for you. It's the way that it's mined. It can be contaminated with asbestos. And so yeah. um, wow. there's a lawsuit against Johnson and Johnson a couple years ago that's still kind of going through the courts, but there was a there was a really large um, settlement on that. But talc is one of the things that you can find in condoms. And I'm they put them on. The, I, I haven't I haven't seen a condom in a while. Actually, I haven't even seen a penis in a while. I'm taking a little <laughs> sabbatical. Um, but it's all right, we'll get to the sex toys later, Bernadette. Penis okay. fast. No, 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 no. But uh, but so they do have a lot like powder on them, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh-huh. I'm thinking back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so talc can be one of those things that can be contaminated if it's not responsibly mined. So if you're looking for, 
you know, a product like that. You want to, and there are more and more. Marie and I were just talking about this that there are companies that are popping up that are um, producing uh, safer sex, sex products for folks. It's really interesting yeah. that um, it's even that this this uh, you know uh, movement, <laughs> yes. pun intended, <laughs> of the natural health <laughs> yeah. industry is. Clear. And is Jamie, it, what do you want to say? You're over there laughing too. Yeah, no, it's great. I, I wonder if the, is there any difference between cornstarch and talc? Because I know that cornstarch is used. Yeah. Cornstarch is a great, is a really great uh, substitute for talc. Is it non-GMO? LOL. (laughs) Non-GMO corn? (laughs) (laughs) Things can get really crazy. (laughs) Oh, geez. Okay, so we'll go around the room here. Diamond and Aviana, Marie, does anybody have any comments they want to make about this? I just, I agree with uh, Stephanie and Marie. It's super easy to find exactly what you want, even if you're here in the city and you go somewhere. They're always really helpful in letting you know finding something that's organic, that doesn't have phthalates in it. And that's just good for you. So there's nothing to be shy or worried about finding what you need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I tried. I tried looking for some like clean condoms, you know. And I guess I just found the wrong kind because they just did not smell very great. So I, I guess I need to keep looking. Yeah. How do you define oh. a clean condom? Yeah. That's a great question. Well, I mean, I think that's one of those really difficult things again because there's no there's no regulation in this market. So someone can tell you they've produced a clean product, and you really don't know because wow. they can put whatever they want on the bottle. Hmm. So ultimately, I think you have to research the company. A lot of the companies that are getting into this space are B Corps, and so they're certified, and there's uh-huh. a lot of things that they take on. Um, Sustain is one of them. I'm trying to think of some of the other ones, but ultimately, I think you have to really buy into whoever's running that company mm-hmm. and believe that, you know, I mean, it's really a trust thing at this point because mm-hmm. there is no regulation behind it. Um, well, so I'm reading here Or you could probably get them from Europe. I mean, that's another, I mean, you could purchase they make, them from. Of, of course. They yeah, make I mean, they're much more regulated. What, yeah, what is much, up with that? How much is much shipping for regulated. that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Well, you're from Australia. Yes. What are the condoms like in Australia? <laughs> All I know is that the men just choose extra large, and that, that, I mean, I have I, no idea. You right? know what? I it have is a heard thing. that. Some I, that's so crazy that you bring that up because somebody told me just last week that the biggest penises in the world are in Australia and New Zealand. <laughs> well, there you go. Is that true? The Hello. thunder from down know, under. You know. <laughs> are they organic? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, I've just lost my whole train of thought, you guys. Um, okay, so anything else about condoms before we move to a, uh, anywhere else? Yeah, there's <laughs> you know there's a couple other ingredients to look out for. Non-oxalol nine is a spermicide, but that can actually um, kind of um, disintegrate the tissue in your vagina, which makes you more susceptible susceptible to STIs. Ooh. So that's one you kind of want to look out for. Um, casein and glycerin; those are both more. Um, you can have allergies to those. They're not necessarily you know, bad for your everybody's body, but you can have a sensitivity to those. So those are wow. ones you want to look for. But fair trade and non-GMO condoms are growing in popularity. So it's just kind of like Diamond said, looking out for what you want and, you know, not, you know, not waiting until you're running into a 7-Eleven bathroom and turning the crank and getting one out of the machine. <laughs> turning the crank. No you know what I mean? Intended. They have those dispensers. They still, they still have, have them have in those. places. Yes. You know, the bars. <laughs> I've seen okay. them. <laughs> I wish I was drinking right now. So, okay, what are some fun names for penises? Let's. Uh, we could. They call them Johnsons. Let, anybody, everybody, okay, I've everybody never can heard contribute. Of that. You never heard Johnson? Oh no. yeah, we used. To, they used to wear those shirts. Wang. Wang. I don't know. Okay. That was really. Terrible. What are some other ones? My okay, favorite one Jamie. Was... What do they call them in Australia? I don't know. I just say dude. Dude. 
You call his penis a dude? No, I don't. I just say, like, if I, if I make reference to him, like, yeah, you do. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. I, like I heard that. a guy call it their future, and I thought that was hilarious. That's future. What's well, another name for him? Uh, Come on. We've had this discussion, though, because my husband and I are arguing about what we're going to let our kids call them. And he's like, no, they call them dicks. And I'm like, oh, my five-year-old is not going to be the kindergartner like, yeah. hey, my dick. I mean, yeah. like, the, I'm, no. no. So we've right. been arguing about what we're supposed to teach the kids to Ding call dong. them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why dude works. Either, <laughs> yeah, right? I like that. I love what you just said. That's so great. What do you call a penis, Marie? A oh. wiener. A wiener. A wiener. A wiener. <laughs> I didn't have boys. I had girls, so I never had to yeah. like, come up with a, a word wee for. Wee. I think I would just call it. Um, You're supposed your, to call it a your penis. penis. Yeah, your penis. A now, pickle, like, your pee. that's what it is. Yeah, these days they really tell you that you're supposed to call them because of sexual abuse and those types of things. It yes. gets confusing for children, and so you're supposed to. It's a penis and it's a vagina, and right. it's awkward when your five year old is like, mm-hmm. "My vagina hurts," in you know, right. Uh, grocery store no my mother was a nurse so my mother had you know she would use all the real terms like um yeah do you have to do are you do oh my gosh this is so funny it's it's friday we're recording this so i'm extra silly (laughs) (laughs) okay so what about personal lubricants let's go there okay because so many people use those okay so um issue with personal lubricants mostly is um preservatives so chlorhexidine is one that you can find um, so that can cause itching, burning, irritation. Again, methylparabens. The problem with parabens is they're xenoestrogens, so they mimic estrogen in your body, which is why they was why they're tied to breast cancer. So, wow. um, so you find that in there as well. Petroleum, which again can increase like bacterial vaginosis, um, yeast infections. So it's not necessarily terrible for your body, but it can just kind of make things not very fun, you know. Yeah. So you kind of want to stay away. Well, from what petroleum. are some natural lubricants like coconut oil? Coconut oil is a good one. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. And what's another um, one? That's, I mean, some people just use saliva. Yeah. You could okay. do something like that. Um, I'm trying to think. I think you can even use like olive oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, olive that oil would be sense. a great one. Yeah. Olive oil is a good one. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of a great company uh, idea here yeah, with you, I feel Stephanie. Like there's all kinds of crazy <laughs> things that we could do. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So um, so all these things are in personal lubricants. Um, uh, and, and vaginal dryness, I'm reading here, can occur at any age. Uh, and a good personal lubricant can assist in making intimacy more pleasurable. And some of the Main Street items for lubricants contain ingredients, like you just said, that may be uncomfortable or harmful. What about uncomfortable? What what can make you does it cause like uh dryness and you're shaking your head over there uh Marie like you have experience with this. So speak on it, sister. All I know is don't use regular body lotion as a lubricant. Oh my goodness. Oh it wow. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> Well, there's wow. so much stuff in it. As we just talked about, like there's fragrance in that. I mean, there's so much junk in just regular lotion that that's yeah. a really great a really great point. But it, it can also change the pH in your vagina, which that will lead to, you know, All yeast infections that leads to irritation and just it's just yeah. So if you're going to do something natural, then yeah, olive oil, coconut oil, you know, something like that would be the way to go for okay. sure. Mm-hmm. I think so cuz how can you tell like are these e- ingredients easily identifiable? Like, I wouldn't even know one no. to look for it. Yeah, right. that's right. right. That's right. It's it's very difficult, and that goes back to just the industry issue as a whole. Like, it's very difficult to look at the back of a product. And then sometimes, like, I went to look this one, this lotion that we looked at earlier. I went to the website just to take a peek to see, and they didn't list the ingredients. And mm. so going back to How sometimes. Convenient. Yeah, sometimes exactly. the ingredients are on the packaging, but then you've thrown the packaging away, and there's no, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, so it's a, it's pretty difficult to – it's pretty difficult to navigate. Okay, so next on this list is tampons. The truth yeah. about tampons. Yeah. 
So this is tough, and it's hard because, I mean, this starts at a really young age, right? And it's starting younger and younger. Yeah. I mean, I was, I don't know, I think I was 10 when I started my period. And um, so, you know, you're using these your entire life. Right. You're using these for a significant portion of your, you know, month or whatever it mm-hmm. is. And so, you know, and I, when I, before I got involved in this industry, it had never even crossed my mind that there might be an issue with tampons. Mm-hmm. or And I know it didn't cross my mother's when she was no. teaching, you know, I mean, uh-uh. it was just something that, you know, we go through this and this is what you do and this is how you address this issue and 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 you go on down the road but you know with conventional tampons number one cotton they're sprayed with pesticides um they're bleached there's no full disclosure on where that cotton is coming from there's and you're putting no, it right putting inside it your right body inside your body wow yes that yes gives me chills actually yeah stephanie yeah. i have a question yes. what are your thoughts on the cups then do you think those are better i think they're great we were just talking about those i the feel Diva like cups. there's a little bit of a learning curve associated with those but i think they're really great I mean I think they they they're in terms of length they last a really long time you can leave them in a long time and then they're you know they're silicone everybody thinks silicone is safe at this point and I think that's hard because sometimes something's not safe until you know it's not safe anymore but it's one of the safer products out Mm -hmm. there right now and I don't Jamie said she used them I don't know what you think about how it's been for you I think it's been great. I mean, it's, it takes a little adjustment. I mean, yeah. and you have to get very familiar with yourself, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, but I'm definitely finding I'm, I'm enjoying not having to worry about buying tampons, but actually yeah. not having to change things all the time. Well, yeah. you, you know what's striking me as we sit here, all six of us women talking about this, really, you know, I don't think men really understand what we go through. No. They, they really have, no, have idea. no idea what we go through. And Lexi's not here with us because she just had a baby, you know. And, you know, men don't understand that either, what your body goes through when you have children. Uh, it's a major uh, life transformation. And I just hope that any man out there listening understands and appreciates, you know, so many things that we go through that we don't, we never whine about, you know, yeah. with you. Okay, so sex toys. Yep. Does everyone want to go around the room and make a comment? <laughs> Everyone name your favorite sex toy. Go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will say that I went to a couple's conference um, a couple months ago, and the woman that was running the conference was really candid about how important sex, you know, sexual health was in a relationship. And so one of her recommendations was to go out and get, she called it a Pandora's box. Okay. And she said, go out and get a Pandora's box and then get really comfortable with your partner because making sure that a lot of times women feel like, you know, they don't want to do it. Their husband does. They're not enjoying it. Things are over really fast. And so she talked a lot about how it's really important for the woman to get just as much out of it. And so she recommended going and buying a Pandora's box. So mm-hmm. for Christmas, I went and bought a Pandora's box. Okay. Yeah. And, and so what is in the box? There's right. not like nine. <laughs> is there or a dick in the box? <laughs> I have not. We've not opened all the things, but there's like a, it's just like a, it's a nine different things. I think there's a lube. I think there's a couple vibrators. Did they I all think come in the box or you had to buy them separately? No, it was, it's like a gift box. Oh. Yeah, it was like, I oh, had wow. to go, I had to go to the Hustler store in my minivan, by the way, with the reindeer horns and, your and, the, ball oh, and, the, and the, the Rudolph's red nose on the front part. I was hoping no one would recognize my car because <laughs> yeah. this is a little awkward, but yeah. But yeah, so that's what, I mean, I think, you know, when it comes to that, it breaks, sometimes breaking through some of that taboo, because ultimately, if you're looking for a health, you know, a healthy relationship, um, you know, sex is a huge part of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I grew up in a, in a house where it was very taboo to talk about things like that. So I still work on breaking down some of those walls and feeling comfortable with these things. And I've been married 15 years, and sometimes I'm still not quite comfortable with, you know, 
things as I should be. And so um, I thought it was really interesting that, you know, that these toys and those things can be helpful in just furthering, you know, a, rela- a relationship a or relationship. on your own or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, who wa- you want to talk about this a little bit, Jamie? Yeah, uh, sure. I mean, I, you, I think Fifty Shades of Grey really helped us all. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, when it came to, to sex and enjoying it more or talking about it more. But I think, you know, sex overall, I think sex toys – Sometimes we can feel ashamed if we talk about masturbation and things like that. But I think it's really important too in the home to be able to communicate. But they do say that great sex also correlates to great money as well. Really? There's actually science behind it. Yeah, that if you have a really great sex life, you seem to manifest a lot more things and money income generation and things like that. It's kind of like you turn well, more I can into believe badass. That. I, I, yeah, that makes I, sense. I, Confidence and yeah. owning your own stuff. That makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, I can. Um, I, I'm. I'm. I don't want to talk because I feel like it's such a personal subject. It but is. Yeah. It is such a personal subject. Um. I don't know what I want to say. Um. What 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 do you want to say, Diamond? Or <laughs> I'm throwing the ball to you here. Be and and Marie. Yeah. No, <laughs> I have a lot to say about this. Actually. <laughs> this you is well. This you know, it's topic. funny. Well, I want to say because I, I don't want anyone to think I'm judgmental because I'm certainly not. That's the furthest thing that I am from anything. You know, I've. Uh, I've been exposed to so many different things. I'm not a judger at all. Um, but I've been very fortunate and that I've always had a really good sex life. But I think it's because I have such a healthy attitude about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm kind of fearless. That, that comes along with, you know, sex, every, every aspect of my life. I'm pretty fearless. And, I've, and I think that fearlessness that you were speaking of um, does give you like a swagger, or, or, yeah. if you will, or a confidence or a sexiness that, that transpires um, or transpires into the bedroom. And so I've always had like a very healthy sex life. And um, I've never had a sex toy in my life, except for one, which someone in this room gave to me um, (laughs) when I was going through another sabbatical. And I tried it one time and I just wasn't for me. And so I gave it back. And I'm like, I you gave it back? back. No. Because I'm like, I don't want this in my house. I don't want my kids to find it. I don't need it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. Where do I want to go from here? See, I'm probably turning red. Hey, see, can but, I jump in right there yeah, with your yeah. feelings? Uh-huh. So, like, Stephanie, you're talking about pulling up with, like, the reindeer ears and everything. Yeah. I feel like that's the hurdle us as women have to get over because I, I feel the same way in a different way. Like, if I were to go into one of those things and see you there, I'm not worried about you seeing me. I'm worrying about me seeing you because I feel like I can be like, hi, Stephanie. But then yeah. there will be like so much cringe. So what are you sense. here for? It's yeah. Only weird. <laughs> what yeah. did you get? Yeah. It's only weird if you just make it weird. Yeah. But there's so many different options and different things, Bernadette, that like you can find something that works for you. It's just us yeah. getting over that hump of feeling Ashamed. Awkward about well, it. Well, and I yeah. do, and I do. I um, it's funny because I have a girlfriend, a close one, that we've had this discussion about Fifty um, Shades of Grey, mm-hmm. and we don't think it was that good of a thing for women. And good in the sense that yes, it was. You know, things were talked about openly, but I don't think that women should think that that's. The best way or healthy way to have sex. Yeah. To be dominated by a man so much so that you can't even be yourself in a bedroom. Um, I just think it sends a negative message. I wouldn't want my girls to think that. Uh, and, and as I said, I've had an incredible sex life. I've never had a shortage of lovers. Yeah. Um, even though I haven't slept around a lot. I want to put that out. <laughs> There's no judgment. This There's is no a no judgment. judgment zone. I haven't. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think, like you said, it's that, you know, what makes a woman sexy is that confidence in herself. Yeah. And, and, and you know, um, and I don't know. I just, 
I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm, I'm it's, it's rare that I don't know what to say, but I really don't know what to say because I don't want anyone to think that I'm judging them. I'm, nice. I'm certainly not. I would never do that. Um, and if, if sex toys work for, for some couples or people, individuals, then that's fine. Do whatever it works. But I don't think it's the healthiest way to approach sex. Marie. Marie. Yeah. <laughs> She's just sitting up and straightening up. She's getting well, ready. I just want to say in my experience, and I have had several boyfriends, um, but I wasn't always, my sex life wasn't always fantastic. And I just realized there was something missing. And I think it's a lot, it's physical as well. Yeah. Sometimes you just don't react to actual sex. Mm-hmm. And so toys helped me a lot to learn my body and figure out what. Uh, I got turned on. What you like? What yeah. I like? Yeah. And so that, in that sense, it helped me a lot. It sounds like you don't necessarily need that, Bernadette. Well, um, you know the best. Like, it, well, the, it really helped me. Well, and and, and, and there you go. And so, individ- whatever works for you is what you should do. I got the best advice in my life um, from a woman who was sexy as hell. And it was, she was an African-American woman. I've told you this before, Diamond. She told me, girl, you want to be sexy? She's like, sexy is is sexy things. You want to be sexy? Before you go in that bedroom, you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, you're a sexy bitch and you believe it and you do it. You, yes. and, and you take time before you go in to have sex in the bedroom with your husband or your love or whatever. And you take the time to like, Pet you know, prep yeah. yourself, you know, yeah. is, is that the word they used primp. yeah primp, yeah yeah and look at the dance a little bit do whatever put perfume on put on your best lingerie and just go in and like knock it out like nobody's business yeah. just like you would in a in a business meeting and be confident about what you're presenting I think there's a lot to that. No, I really do because when I was younger, I had a lot more energy for those kinds of things. And, yeah. and the way that my sex life is now, you know, I mean, I'm tired. I got these kids and I'm yep. schlepping around and, yep. you know, in a sweatshirt yep. and just really haven't taken the time for that self-care. Well, and I think here's that's a, huge. Well, and here's a trick for women uh, that are out there listening. If you really want to feel sexy, it doesn't matter what you have. You can have a sweatshirt on, but buy really sexy lingerie and wear it every day. Yeah. yeah. Right. But you can feel really sexy and the guy can still be bad in bed. That's a great point. That's true. That's true. Well, then you find yourself another lover. (laughs) Then you find yourself a good toy that doesn't... You don't have to worry about it. it works yeah. every time. No, and I mean that, and that does happen. And 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 men and women alike have this problem. It's not just a woman problem, you know about uh, you know about feeling sexy. They're yeah. they're hugely intimidated by women, men. Yeah. They really are. And and think about it, they really have to perform. And if they can't, I mean, w- women can fake it if they want that's to. That's a men great can't. point. Like that's a, that is a lot of pressure. That I've, a lot I've of pressure for about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think too is asking for what you want. And I think sometimes a lot. Uh, it's what I'm hearing often is that are we really asking for what we want, what we like when it yeah. comes to sex and connecting with our partner? Or well, because they want you to be happy. They don't yeah. want you to of walk away unsatisfied. Yeah. But I think that you have to, uh, I don't know, just look at it maybe a little bit different way sometimes if you're, if you're not having success in the bedroom. Yeah. And look at yourself in the mirror, both to primp and feel sexy, but to also ask, what am I doing wrong? You yeah. know, how could I be a, a better partner or a better lover? Yeah. Yes. You know, so communication, again, key to success. Anybody else want to say anything here? I, I guess I think it would probably be helpful to talk about what type of materials is good if yeah. you are going to go down that road. Right. If you are. So if you're let's, let's talk about if you're if you're sharing sex toys, uh, I'm reading here that it's important to disinfect them because there's a possibility that you could pass bodily fluids Ooh. and potentially STI uh, to your partner. Uh, or S, uh, isn't it STD? 
They changed that because they don't. So it used to be STD, which is sexually transmitted disease, but uh-huh. they didn't want people to feel bad. You know, we're in the age okay. of like okay. not making anybody feel bad. Oh my gosh! So it's now it's infection. It's now it's infection. The coddling okay. of the <laughs> American that, mind. Yeah, Who's well. sharing sex toys though? I need I need further. Uh, ex- well, what if you're that? having a threesome or something like that? Oh, gotcha. Well, t- between I guess. partners. Yeah, I mean, or if you're, yeah, between, between partners. partners, which I think yeah. is a really bad idea. Just by the way, I'm not a prude. Like I'm really not, but I don't think you can. I just I just don't believe in that. If you're in an intimate relationship that's the quickest way to destroy it in my opinion really yes interesting interesting yes. yeah mm. yeah that's my opinion okay okay Stephanie? but okay sex toys cleaning them washing them what uh not passing bodily fluids uh uh and potentially an sti to your partner via your toy any uh and it says anything that's non-motorized is made of silicone pyrex or stainless steel can be boiled for a few minutes. Is that true? Yeah, you can just boil it. So even back to like Diva Tuck cups that we were talking about earlier, like you you just boil them for, you know, five, ten minutes or mm-hmm. something just to clean them up. So like yeah. you do with the baby bottles. Yeah. yeah. Yes, just like a baby bottle. <laughs> yeah. It nice. all comes full circle. Like a baby bottle. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what about leather toys? You can just wipe those down with like a gentle soap and water. You want to stay away from anything that's antibacterial, anything that contains a fragrance, any of the things that we just talked about that we don't want to be putting in or on our bodies. You don't want to really put on um, any of these uh, pieces as well. So you just gentle soap and water. Hmm. Okay, and what about um, like toys made from porous materials like uh, jelly or rubber uh, that can trap bacteria? So those kinds, you want to probably put a condom on those. Um, really? Just put a condom over the top. Because, I'm not, see, I'm so dumb about this. Like, what, yeah. what are we talking about exactly here? That would probably be like a, like a dildo. But most of the time, okay. that's an outdated product. They're not really making products out of that material anymore yeah. because okay. it does harbor. You know, it's not a really clean substance. But if you were to have an older one, you know, you just get yourself a little well, safe yeah, but condom. Uh, if you, don't don't yeah. dildos vibrate, too? Um, they do all kinds of things. <laughs> you get a subtle one. Yeah. Okay, Marie, I'm, she's hmm. got the most uh, the most <laughs> experience here. Most qualified. Okay, so g- give us some tips. If you will. Okay, in my opinion, a dildo is more of a a real looking penis. Like, it doesn't it's designed for penetration. Not like the yes. plastic, right? like long it, tube. And it can vibrate, but it doesn't always vibrate. <laughs> Jamie, a vibrator yeah. is going to vibrate. Yeah. Like a vibrating yeah. dildo or just a vibrator? <laughs> it will be in the shape of a penis, but it's not necessarily lifelike. You know, like a rabbit. Gotcha. Like if anybody remembers yeah. Sex in the City and the Rabbit. Yeah. Gotcha. It has like, and it'll have, it, a vibrator can have like <laughs> all sorts of different Attached things you know, on it, things on yeah. it, so you can. It's not necessarily just for the interior. Well, because most women <laughs> need the they need clitoral too. stimulation, and then they like there's then there's actual exactly. vaginal. Are there sex toys just, for men too? I don't yeah. even know. Is what's there a something cock ring? Yes. What oh. is a cock ring for? Seriously, uh, does it actually yes, go I mean, on? Yeah. Does it go on the? It, okay. I've never even it seen goes on. I think there's one in my box, but I just we haven't gotten there yet. Uh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I've seen one because I've gotten one from like the bar, you know, the little disposable ones for fun, you know, but just for do. fun. It, okay. So it goes on and I didn't realize this, not just the penis, but you You're have whispering to, like- you have to fit it on the penis and the balls. So it cuts the blood flow. Does it stretch? So when the guy gets hard, it lasts a long time. Like he won't, it'll stay that way for a I long see. time. Is and what are they the, made out of? They can be made of um, rubber, of metal, 
Oh. Or there's rubber ones and they actually have vibrators on them yes. for the girl. Yeah, I've, I've heard those. that those oh are like gosh. the best thing ever. Have you? But no. the <laughs> one that I got from that vending machine yeah. for fun, it was like the size of like a quarter. So how does, do they stretch? You have to put it on. <laughs> yes, but you have to put it on him when he is not already Oh, so you put it on first, and then, okay. Okay. Kind of semi. Oh. A quarter, though. Testicles aren't that small. That one stretches. I know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) But is that comfortable for us as women? Good to know. If it's a metal ring, you won't feel it necessarily. But if it has the vibrator? Then you want to make sure it is placed on top so it's going to hit your edge. Gotcha. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting stuff. I feel so dumb talking about this. I, I should know these things, but it's I don't. It's taken me a lot longer to get comfortable with this kind of stuff. And in the yeah. back of my mind, I'm like, I'm not sure that I want my parents to listen to this. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I oh my still gosh. am not, you know. Like, I'm not so sure we're going to air it. Definitely, <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely not 100% comfortable, but I think you have to get comfortable with this kind of stuff because how am I ever going to talk to, I don't know that I want to talk to my daughter about this, but at some point, I mean, they're going to talk to somebody. So if they don't feel like they can talk to you or ask you questions, I think you have to create that open sense of communication if you don't want them to go talk to somebody else. Or just figure it out for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's huge, especially with sex ed at school. And then as, as he said, girls, you know, as they're getting older, yeah. things are happening younger. Like, mm-hmm. where do they get this information from? Yeah. And now, the, like now, it's so much younger than you think it is. Like, I have friends that are like, you need to be talking to her by the time she's in fifth grade. Oh, because my God. Because if they don't, if they're not seeing it themselves on TV, uh, you know, then, you know. if Their friends they're, are. Their friends are or kids uh-huh. with older siblings. It's so much, like, it's so much earlier than you think it needs to be. Right. And so trying to find that right way to have that conversation with them so that you start the conversation. Because I think it's really important the way you start the conversation so that you don't create this awkwardness where they go, okay, that's not the person I'm going to talk to about that. Right. You know, you want to create a sense of comfort. They're going to be embarrassed anyway. I mean, we're we're embarrassed sitting here, you know, and we knew what we were going to talk about, but it's still not entirely comfortable. Well, yeah. Well, you know, part of a good, you know, broadcast is being comfortable and open and honest and transparent. Yeah. But I have to tell you on this subject, I'm thinking, man, I might want to edit that tape. <laughs> You brought up some really good points, but Adette, with, I think, you know, looking at Fifty Shades of Grey, because kids, like you said, they're going to explore. Yeah. And if both men and, like, young boys and young girls are seeing that as appropriate way of connecting. And that's, and that's they think scary. That, right, yeah. and, 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 and the young boys or girls think, oh, that's what she wants, or exactly. that's what he wants. I just think it's a very bad thing to put out there. And, and I, and I, you know, um, oh my gosh. Okay, so... Uh, I'm not sure what I want to say. I want to share with you what I'm what I'm thinking, but I I'm thinking of all the other people out there listening as this recording gets you know put on our website. But I think the best sex comes from truly being in love with someone. Absolutely, whatever that means, whatever that looks like to you out there listening. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you know, um, I can say I've experienced it once in my life, once one time, and it was fantastic. While it lasted, and um, 
and it's about intimacy. Mm-hmm. It's about about sharing your body, your mind, your soul with that person, and that to me is great sex. That to me is when you when you can do anything with that person, and you don't feel silly, and you don't feel awkward, and it's just it's pure ecstasy mm-hmm. um, because it's 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 a true connection, almost like an electrical charge, if you will. Yeah, that's um, beautiful. That's this, so right. Yeah. And that's the way it should be. And I and I think sex toys are great just to have fun and whatever. But do I think that they um, are necessary for great sex? No, I don't. I think that that you want pure ecstasy. It starts in your mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It that's really a, starts in your mind. Great point. Mm-hmm. Um, or even a plate of food. <laughs> yes, and said, wine. Fish and, and wine. Fish and wine. There you go. <laughs> and like Seriously, like last night, I mean, uh, my gosh, I was just – in a state of euphoria with my fish and chips and my glass of wine, but um, orgasmic, right? Yeah. The what? It's well, orgasmic. you know. And before we went live, you talked about sapiosexual. I had never heard that word. So, what does that mean? It's actually bec- I, finding intelligent, sexy. And, oh, I do too. Yeah, and that's what sapiosexual is. I mean, um, for a lot that are potentially dating or just, I think, in everyday life, you get turned on or charged, electrified, as you said, by people who are highly intelligent that yeah. can talk about multiple things that, you know, random conversations that just yeah. feel good and make you inspired. Yeah. Well, and you, I think when you have fun with that person too, mm-hmm. you have to have fun with the person mm-hmm. as well as have great sex. They go hand in hand. And so that's, you know, it's like playful, but playful, not, I mean, it could be sex toys. That's fine. No judging, but it could be something as simple as throwing a football with someone too, you know, just having fun Mm -hmm. with life. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And when they listen to you and what you have to say as well, because I've been in a lot of conversations with men or women, whatever, and they, they are intelligent, but they don't really, it's not a conversation. Yeah. Like when it's a two way street and they're really listening to what you have to say. Right. I really, that. That's that important. Something. It's yeah, critical. I really love. It's that self-respect. It's respect. Having respect and love you, loving you enough to yeah. listen to what you have to say. And yeah, absolutely. Um, anything else about sex toys? Oh, uh, I feel like we covered it. Okay. I, you know? <laughs> okay. So uh, you don't want to put it in the drawer after you're done with a sex toy. You want to yeah, no, immediately. You clean it up. Yeah. So how do you do that? So you toss it to the side and then when you get up, you wash it or so, Should you wash it right away? Is it okay to wait till the morning? Yeah, or? You, it's okay to wait till the morning. Okay. Yeah, certainly. You just don't want to put it in a drawer and leave it there. Um, they make some products that you can just kind of spray them off. I didn't. I looked at some of the ingredients. I didn't. I didn't love those products. Mm-mm. So I think it's fine. I think you're better off to wait and just you know clean them up after. What about fact. hydrogen peroxide? Um, is that such a good sanitizer? That's a great question. I was thinking vinegar. I'm like, or vinegar. Oh yeah, my gosh, white yeah, vinegar. Yeah, is, would be a really great. Was thing a really as well. great natural mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. You can clean anything with white vinegar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't put your toys in the dishwasher. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Well, do people do that? I just I saw it like on an episode of something where they put it in I, the dishwasher and ruined it. I used to. I didn't know that was a bad thing. I hmm. mean. All right. Well, I hope nobody feels out either out there listening or both or all of you here that I've been judgmental in any way by no, expressing and just sharing yeah. my thoughts and uh, life with you. <laughs> my sex life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
bring it back bring it back around to bring Madonna. Bring it back around, bring it back around to Madonna, yeah. Our leader in this movement yeah. in so many ways. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, great having you in studio, uh, Stephanie Toops, recording this podcast after the broadcast. Uh, also, Jamie Lee Frazier, thank you so much. What a, what a crazy thing. I just met you today, and here we are talking yep. about all this sex. But, We're all best friends you know, now. Yeah. So. But, you know, that's the thing. You should be able to talk openly about it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, you should. So, everyone, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> enjoyed it. No judging here from any of us. And I wish you the best sex life ever. So, uh, listen to his uh, weekdays, <laughs> 12 to 1. See, I'm all nervous. I'm like, I'm getting ready to. Flustered. I know. It's okay. I'm, I'm all flustered. I'm flustered. I'm not having sex, Bernadette. You're going <laughs> to calm down. You're going off the air now. Okay, everyone. Bye bye. <laughs> Test, 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 test. How do I make this stay up? Like, you you really got to manhandle it. Okay. Okay. Like, now my sound is There up. we go. That, just take Grab control. it by the... So when I say something this close? Like yes. This? That close. Okay. Like you're getting ready to lick a penis. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This could be dangerous with just all girls. I feel like maybe... When, uh, when Burn I feel like we should be trying to put condoms on bananas, you know, like as a. When Burn records her spots, she pretends it's a penis. <laughs> that is fantastic. Just kidding, just kidding. I My friends it. taught me how to do a, give a blowjob on a cucumber. On a, on a cucumber? <laughs> What's that movie? I did see that movie. I know. Who said that? There's Girls Trip was That's one of it. them with the melon. <laughs> And the grapefruit. <laughs> the grapefruit. Oh my god! You cut a guys. circle in the That's middle of the grapefruit. Thing. I have not seen that. I feel like I need to see that. Shoot. Or in White Chicks when they have the banana. Have yeah. you seen that scene? Yes. Yeah. That yeah. scene actually making it, I would have died. Like, yeah. Died laughing. Oh. Okay. Let's put the lights down. I'll, I'll raise my hand. Do we have a happens. disco ball? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness.